All right, welcome back to Life's a Garden Dig It with your boy Colin. Uh, this is a really special episode for me because I have the one, the only, my fiance, Brooklyn, here with me. Say hi, babe. Hi. <laughs> She's a little bit nervous, guys. Uh, so, couple things. I want to say thank everyone who's already listened to episode one and potentially will be listening to episode two. Uh, the support has been crazy. Everyone's been really nice. Uh... I didn't expect everyone to be really nice or even listen to it at all. Uh, please just keep liking, commenting, uh, subscribe if you haven't, share, leave a voice message for me on Anchor. Just keep doing all that shit because it is greatly appreciated. Uh, I can talk to I'm blue in the face, but unless you guys tell me what you want to hear or if you keep if you don't keep listening, then I can't keep doing this. I mean, I could theoretically, but you know, I really appreciate it. Uh, as of right now, I have a total of 44 listeners for episode one, which blew... <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, it blew my fucking mind because I didn't expect to have 10. So, again, thank you all. Another update. This past Friday, my sister had her fourth child, my fourth niece. Uh, her name is Naraya Catherine Walker. Didn't mean to put her whole government out there, but, you know, it is what it is. I actually was in the delivery room, and Brooklyn was at work at the time of delivery, and she sent me a text and was like, I'm kind of hoping that this delivery room experience kind of uh, kind of makes your mind wonder, like, oh, is he going to want this in two years or two, no, two to four years? I was hoping this would make you change your mind completely, being in the delivery room. It did not. <laughs> Quite the opposite, in fact. I'm mad. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll deal with that in, in two to four years. No, but seriously, like, obviously, I know you've not been in the delivery room on some real crazy shit. Probably one of the most beautiful things I've ever witnessed in my entire life. It's because I uh, you don't have to do it. I well, I mean, honestly, I didn't know what to say when I went in there, which I think it honestly helped me for like when and if we get to that process because you don't. I mean, me being, you know, my sister's brother and the kid's uncle, you know, I'm not the father of the baby, thank God, because that's weird. I'm not in Kentucky or West Virginia. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, being not being the kid's father, like, you kind of have a different outlook on it. Like, you, you just appreciate life, you know, so much more, regardless if it is someone's, like, child or if they're, you know, a cousin, a niece, a nephew, or whatever it is. You really just, when you see the child coming out of the body, you're like, holy fuck, it's getting real. Like, legitimately, they fucking were cutting into her, and all of a sudden, the nurse or the doctor was like, here comes the head, and I'm like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> I kind of I kind of was like, oh, fuck. Uh, they do that the other way, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, no. But the little, like, plastic window was blocked, and then they uncovered it, so you didn't get to see any of the gross parts that I wouldn't want to see, because uh, that's my sister. But you just seen the stomach area. And like I said, as soon as they said, here comes the head, like, all you heard was crying from the kid after that. And I'm like, holy fuck. Like, that's an actual person coming out of a person. <laughs> it's almost like the alien where, like, when it comes out of the stomach or whatnot. Oh, is this unnatural to you now? Yeah. <laughs> area 51 memes hit me up. Um, but no, like, it, it was crazy. And then, like, they didn't offer anyone to, to cut the cord, bitches. But, I mean, I, I think it was the right choice for them not to offer since I'm, you know, I'm just the uncle. I think that's pretty cool. But uh, I had no idea 
that it was going to affect me like that. I, I thought I thought I was going to walk back there on some cool G shit, but <laughs> I, I definitely didn't. I was like, well, you actually, uh, it's like nut up or shut up time when that happens. You're like, oh, fuck, what do I say? Like, me and my sister aren't, like, the closest. I mean, you know that, but, you know, we love each other. She's not the type of person that's like, oh, hold my hand, please. She's like, get the fuck off me. <laughs> you know? Um, I just was taken back by how fluid the whole thing was. And, I mean, fuck, those doctors get paid well to do what they do. So, you know, that was cool. Um, Speaking of the weekend, it was really hot. Hot as balls. It was very hot in our house. We had Don't even get me started. No. Well, in other hot news. <laughs> ah, yeah, uh, other hot news. Last night, we actually went to Ice Nine Kills at a Scully's, and it was a pretty dope show, but again, it was hot as fuck. I mean, the humidity was probably like, think about a rhino's ass crack getting fucked by a hippo. It would be hotter than that. I'm not correlated with these analogies. <laughs> uh, but the fucking concert was pretty good. Uh, we didn't give a shit about the first two bands. I believe the band we walked in on was The Plot and You, which are actually local to Columbus, I think. They did a phenomenal job, I'd say. That was my first time seeing them, and I thought they did really well with their set. I'd definitely recommend that people check them out. Yeah, uh, the lead singer can fucking belt, though. Like, he yeah. can scream his dick off, and he can sing pretty well. I mean, they're not the greatest quality live, I mean, so I'm not gonna say, oh my god, they're the greatest thing, you gotta go see them. But at the same time, they're decent for a local band that that's, you know, gaining some kind of a little bit of success and all that. Well, we also have to think, too, the settings that we were in. Scully's is a very small place. Yeah, I it's think not outdoors. 800 people, they said. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it was 800 people. I don't think it was 800 people. That does not look like a place to hold that many. But I guess we'll need to fact check ourselves. However many people there were, it was a fuck ton. And the mirrors in that place were foggy and steamy as a bitch. I literally watched the mirrors fog up from the beginning of the show to the end. Like, and it wasn't even because of the fog machines, neither. It was... that was pure body. We literally would barely touch each other, like, with our arms. Oh, my God, that was gross as shit. I was like, come here, sweaty baby. No, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) But for the main act, Ice Nine Kills, I thought they did pretty good. Their theatrical performance they put on is pretty dope. Yeah, I'd say that they added a lot of very cool things to it. So, they recently came out with an album called Silver Scream, and all the songs are based on off of uh, horror movies and they use that as inspiration to write these songs so they all came out dressed up as someone or something yep a uh, lead singer he was half jason with the mask and then he was half freddy and he did have the claw as well which was really fucking so, cool that was pretty cool i didn't really see much i am vertically challenged so <laughs> i see what i can um so i'm not sure so, as far as I could see, the drummer was the pighead from the Saw movies. My favorite franchise. And then, I think either the bass player, I don't know, what they were on some kind of fucking guitar, but either the bass player was Georgie, and he had the It balloon, the red balloon, hanging from his mic stand. Uh, the lead guitarist was dressed as... The guy from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Leatherface. 
Leatherface without the uh, the mask. And then I'm not sure who the other bozo was dressed up as. Um, it was some kind of face paint. I mean, it looked cool. I remember it, but I can't think of who they were. Yeah, I, I honestly don't know. It's skipping my mind. I'd have to see a picture of them again. Uh, depending on what... I don't know the names of the songs. Uh, well, they played American Nightmare Which first. I do know that one. I, 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 that I will say sure. that. I know I know the songs, but I don't know the names of them. I've actually listened to the albums quite well. That album quite a lot. Shout out to my buddy Connor for actually telling me I need to check out the album uh, because it really was fucking cool. And honestly, though, I mean, so like some of the songs, one of them was about Halloween, yeah. and it had he the lead singer had the Michael Myers mask on during the performance, which I thought was cool. I mean, he can't sing and have the mask on so obviously you could tell he was actually singing at this point because he lifted the mask up and was actually trying to do his thing um he also did a song that was about jason and there was a person who actually dressed up as jason's mom yeah they have uh an interlude part in the song of jason's mom talking which was really fucking cool, actually. I appreciated that. And then they had another one that was about Jaws. <laughs> they had an inflatable fucking shark. <laughs> it reminded me of, like, fucking Katy Perry from the fucking Super Bowl with the fucking sharks coming on stage, but it's just the one shark. Uh, but that was cool. And then they had the, they started to chant, Fuck this shark! Fuck this shark! However, before that happened, and before they even came on, took them forever to even come on in the first place. Yeah. I am a horror movie enthusiast. That is my favorite genre. And they just kept playing the same few songs over and over again. It was the Jason theme. Well, it was the Jason theme and the Halloween theme. Yes. So, like, the way she is trying to describe it to you, think of, like, how Jason or Michael Myers was getting close, closer to their victim, kind of like giving the chase. And then the tempo would pick up and pick up. And just when you think, okay, I see what they're doing. With the tempo picking up, they're going to come on stage. No. No. It was legit 15 minutes of bullshit. 15 to 20 minutes, yeah. They were supposed to come on at 8.30. They didn't come on until almost 8.50. Yeah, I was like, what the actual fuck? It got to a point where people were actually booing them for not (laughs) coming on the stage. But we did find out, though, that... I think the first band may have canceled, or no, it was the second band, I believe, canceled, which I think was Tooth Tooth Grinder, and then The Plot and You Played, and then Ice Nine Kills came on, but I think we found out after the show that Ice Nine Kills didn't have their actual whole setup, so they kind of sounded a little shitty. From people that we know that actually got closer, because we stayed in the back, it was just that hot, we were like, it's not, not worth it. Um, people that we know that were up in the front, they were talking about how you can tell that he was using, like, a lot of tracks for the scene, and it was just kind of bad. You can really tell yeah. it's super up close. I mean, we still enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I had a fun time. That was actually my first time seeing them. But yeah, mine too. I feel, too, like, from the back, it probably was a different experience, because I couldn't tell yeah. that he was I, I from the either. back. Yeah, I couldn't, but, I couldn't tell that he was using a track and lip-syncing, because to me, it sounded like he was. I mean, some of the vocals sounded a little too good, but I, I kind of just figured, oh, they're, you know, they have this theatrical thing they're doing. It's kind of like a polished thing, but I guess we were wrong. Uh, yeah. I still suggest going to see them, though, and listening to the album. The album is really fucking good. I mean, they even brought out the the axe 
from uh, the Shining movies when they yeah. they did that song, which I thought was cool, and the song about Jason, um, the Camp of Crystal Lake song. They held up Jason's uh, machete, which I thought was really fucking awesome as well. Yes, I just thought it was cool that he had the uh, ready hand as well. Yeah, which I can't imagine, especially with how hot the show was. Yeah. I can't <laughs> imagine like how difficult that actually would have been. Because they didn't, I don't, I didn't see very many fans or airflow up there. No, no. So. Um, I know he did take it off, just like with the Jason mask, that half of his face, he did take that off. You put it on sometimes. Yeah. But he mostly kept it off, though. In other hot news. We had San Diego Comic-Con 2019. And let me tell you, there was some absolute heat that dropped from it. I feel like shit got real. So, I just want to start off, one of the things that we had talked about with Endgame was our predictions for this next phase four. So originally I was thinking now that Wanda's a thing now, Scarlet Witch, my bitch, (laughs) um, they could segue that into mutants because they now own the X-Men. Yeah. And Fantastic Four. Yeah. So my thing was that they were going to use her to somehow like introduce the X-Men into it. Which I think would be super awesome. I'm yeah. glad that Marvel has the rights to X-Men. I'm just glad so. <laughs> that Marvel's actually getting the rights they had to sell back in the fucking 90s. I mean, we had to go through so many fucking crap-ass movies just to get to where we are now. I mean, Daredevil was well before its time and could have been a great movie, but it was pretty fucking ass, in my opinion. Elektra was fucking cheeks. And then... <laughs> <laughs> Every fucking Fantastic Four movie was like, this again? I've only seen the first one, so I can't comment too much on the second one. I didn't even get to see... I didn't get to see the reboot uh, with Michael B. Jordan. I just seen the first two. Which I think is shitty, because the Silver Surfer was a great character. I mean, the first one came out in 2005, so I'd enjoyed it at the time. So let's tell them about this heat. What project is coming first? Drumroll, please. That was a clap. So just in order of succession that they kind of released, um, Black Widow. So Scar Jo is back. Fuck yeah, her hot ass. She is back. I know there's a lot of people that don't like her, but I think she does a great Natasha. I think it's going to be cool because it's kind of like a prequel deal. Yes. Especially since it has to be. Spoiler alert, she died in Endgame, so it has to be a prequel deal. I'm excited for it. So this is planned to come out May 1st of 2020. That is next year. Ten months. Ten Not fucking months. Not too long from now. No. Um, it's been said that uh, Iron Maiden is going to be also getting her own stuff too because she is actually friends with Black Widow. So, with that being said, if there's not an Iron Maiden song played in this movie... I was going to say, it has to be the Trooper. I riot. It's done. It has to be the Trooper. <laughs> if, it's, if you're going to have the Iron Maiden character, you got to play the Trooper from Iron Maiden. Or they can have the number of the beast during a villain oh, shit. fight. Come either, on. Either one. Out there. I don't give a shit. I mean, who doesn't love some Maiden? But I truthfully thought that for the Black Widow movie, they were going to do it when she was much younger and have somebody else play her. That, yeah. That's what I thought was going to happen. I didn't think Scarlett Johansson was coming back. I'm I'm glad. I mean, not only because I like Scarlett Jo as a fucking actress, but, you know, she plays that character so well. And there's so many things that can be done. I mean, just like the whole Budapest thing that they keep referencing in all these movies with... Uh, uh, Hawkeye slash Ronin. Like, you can talk about, or not talk about, you can show the events from Budapest. You know, it can be like a, a little bit of backstory for her and then 
you know, showing Budapest and being like the main, I guess, main plot or plot location of the film. Plot thickens. <laughs> not the only thing. <laughs> well, I'm not discrediting ScarJo's ability to play the character. I just figured they would have focused on her going through the academy, like how she became the Black Widow. Yeah, I, uh, I, I think it was going to be a great movie no matter what. I mean, Endgame finished last year sometime. Or two years ago, actually. No, it was last year. It was this year. Filming, not not oh, coming out. Filming, okay. yeah, because they <laughs> they filmed both of uh, Infinity War and Endgame together, together basically. Yeah. So they had to have already had this in the works and already you know had filming because they had screenshots from it from a uh, Comic Con on their panel. Fun fact about the back to back screening for those two movies. So we all know that Brie Larson is Captain Marvel. So she actually filmed Endgame before she even filmed Captain Marvel. So That's she had nuts. to be in character for this person who she has not played yet. Had no fucking idea, like, uh, okay, Literally I guess I do this. thrown to the wolves. It's so fucking cool that they actually did that because they didn't have people film together most of the time. It was, okay, you can't read this, and they have everything blacked out but just their part. Like, I gotta give it to Marvel for doing that because, I mean... Everyone else like, well, I can't base my character, you know, expressions and all that if I don't know how, what I'm saying or how the other person is supposed to react to it. But they fucking knocked it out the park. They killed it. Well, I think they get well enough actors and actresses to ensure that they can do that in the first place. Yeah, agreed. So. Some big time names. Speaking of Endgame and all that, we finally have the new Avengers also that's going to be coming out called Eternals this time. Um, this is going to come out November 6th of 2020. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Multiple reasons why. November is my birthday, so that means an excuse even more to go see it. Yeah. Um, and Angelina Jolie is going to be in this movie. Ooh, and Selma Hayek, if I'm not mistaken. And if you hear that in the background, that is our Russian tortoise, Vlad, trying to escape his cage. Uh, don't mind him. He has enough food and water and a clean space to live in. Uh, <laughs> I don't know much about the Eternals, if I'm honest with you. Neither do it's I. It's not much of an Avengers film. I think it's, if I'm not mistaken, it's based off the Celestials, which okay. are like the higher part of the higher higher beings of that like of Marvel. And I have not read any of the comics. I don't know anything about them, so it'd be wrong for me to speculate so much more on it. Uh, I think it'll probably tie in to Guardians 3, if I'm not mistaken. Probably. If and when that comes out. Like, probably Star-Lord's dad, by chance. Because he was, yeah, because that was number two, that's what number two was about. He is a celestial being. Yeah. So, that, yeah, that could, Possible that makes sense. for that. Yeah. Um, also, too, as we all know, Disney is coming out with their own streaming service Hell called Disney yeah. Plus. From the sounds of it, it's supposed to be affordable, definitely under 10 bucks. Oh, yeah. I'm totally getting that. I'm pretty sure it was like We're getting six, six bucks or so. Here, the asterisk I. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, I think it might be paired with Hulu, too. So we already have Hulu Live. Shout out to Hulu Live. Yes. Hulu has live sports. We're not getting paid for this. <laughs> um, but Falcon and Winter Soldier are getting their own TV series in 2020. Okay. So a little over a year from now. That's going to be a dope series. Which one? The Falcon and Winter Soldier. Because Anthony Mackie and... Uh, Wait, so is this a story together, but not yeah. separate? Yeah, it's, just, okay. it's together. So, okay. so remember at the end of Endgame, 
when it was uh, Anthony Mackie spoiler and alert. oh yeah, spoiler alert, Anthony Mackie uh, and Sebastian uh, Stan. They were talking with Cap, and then Cap, you know, does this thing where he like goes in the past and comes back. He's an old fucking dude with saggy ass nuts. Uh, and basically, Cap gives the Falcon his sword, not sword, the, he gives him a shield, and he's essentially appointed the new Captain America. So, the Falcon will have his new, I guess, get up, his new uniform in this series, too. So, I think that's going to be cool. I like the fact that Bucky's going to be in this. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be nice. It'll be interesting to see that. Which I'm not. I, I kind of. I can't lie to you. I, I thought that Bucky was gonna be the new Captain America because in the comics that's kind of how it happened. But the Falcon did get his own spinoff with the uh, Captain America stuff, so I think that's pretty gnarly. And let's be real, it's Marvel and anything could happen. Literally anything, and that's anything. that's the coolest thing about Marvel. Anything, anything could, happen. could happen. Anything is possible. What we got next? I believe also from Disney Plus. I'm not sure if this is supposed to be a movie or not, but the Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Yep, that is a movie. February 21st of 2020. So it sounds like it's going to be one of the earlier ones we'll get. Yep. From the sounds of it, they're going to have the Mandarin villain who was one of the guys involved with Iron Man kidnapping. Major key alert. That's Iron Man's like one of his biggest villains. The Ten Rings. Uh, that's the like. The group of like terrorist folks that not arrested Tony Stark but kidnapped, kidnapped him. him. Yeah, the reason why he had to have that power source in the yeah, first place. They so totally fucked him. <laughs> but to be fair, where he also got the idea of doing the Iron Man asterisk. This is not a spoiler. So um, that's all we really know about that one. Yeah, that one. I don't know too much. I don't know much about that. it except for the whole Mandarin thing, which I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna lie to people. I'm gonna keep this trail, 100 percent trail before. 2008, I gave almost no fucks about Iron Man, and then Robert Downey Jr. came in and laid the biggest dick out on the entire universe and made Iron Man, like, the biggest fucking... That was her dick. Um. <laughs> but uh, we're also going to get WandaVision, spring 2020. That doesn't have an actual date, just has general season. Yeah, I mean, I think after, what, when was that? You said spring 2021? Spring 2020. Oh, are you sure 2020? I thought it was 2021. Uh, Fact check it. <laughs> I will, actually. Give me a second here. 21. You were correct. So WandaVision is coming out in 2021. Spring 2021. Uh, I fucking... So WandaVision is coming out in 2021, right? For those of you who might be confused because you're like, what the fuck? Um, that's going to be the Scarlet Witch. And so. Vision. And apparently yes. this is going to be after Endgame. Yeah. So I don't know if that means they're going to rebuild Vision to I, they, standard. They could play with that a lot. I mean, they have a lot of options at that point. Who knows what they'll come up with this time. I mean, they haven't always kept straight to the comics anyways. Mm -hmm. It's cool to base it off the comics, but also have your own direction as well and not be a shitty direction at that. I think that's pretty awesome. But I love that because the Scarlet Witch is my bitch love her um, yeah so i'm pretty stoked about that uh, but disney plus just keeps bringing out bangers left and right including loki Yo also set up for spring of 2021 still with mind you all of these we've listed so far including everything that's going to be for the tv the streaming service going to be all the same actors and actresses major key alert that's a major no key. one is changing so that is fucking fantastic 
So that's also going to be on Disney Plus for the Loki series. That means your um, boy Tom Hiddleston. Because, spoiler alert, um, in Endgame, when they were trying to basically go back in time to correct a few things to get the Infinity Stone, uh, they ended up getting the cube. Yeah. What was the cube again? The Tesseract? Yeah, the cube that was in the Tesseract. Yep. They ended up accidentally releasing it somehow while they went back in time to get the Infinity Stone. Um, and Loki picked it up because it landed by him. Mind you, this was right when they had caught him the first time in the movie. When the Hulk fucking beat his dick in. Yeah. So this time instead, Loki gets the cube and he disappears. So it's going to be a different time Loki. This isn't even going to be the same timeline that Endgame is technically on. Yeah, it's going to be a whole different Loki because in the other, you know, uh, in the other installments of the MCU universe, uh, Loki kind of like changed up a little bit and was kind of like being nicer, I guess, in a way. This guy's going to be a straight douche canoe right now because it's a total different Loki. I'd say Loki's definitely an anti-hero. Loki, he's Loki. Wow, I'm leaving. I feel bad about that. How strange of you. Wow. Speaking of strangeness, Doctor Strange. Oh, Ooh. that segue. Another one. <laughs> Check it. Um, so yeah, Doctor Strange is coming out with a new thing. It's going to be Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Okay. Do, 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 do. Um, that's going to also be in 2021, but we have a legitimate date, May 7th. Ooh, so that's prime, like, summertime kind of deal right there. So, uh, uh, I think uh, Scarlet Witch is going to be in this one as well, as far as I'm aware. Um, it's also going to be technically their first scary movie as well. Yeah. Because the director... Is the I director? think it's the director, yeah. Uh, somebody who's involved very highly with making this movie... Um, they said it's going to be a gothic horror. They do mostly horror films to begin with. Yeah. So it's going to be scary. They did not confirm if it's going to be rated R. I don't think so. I think they're going to do, I mean, it's Disney. They're probably going to go as PG-13, like push it to the limit as much as they can. Yeah. But the fact that they're like even exploring like it being a horror film-esque kind of deal is really fucking cool. Like, Marvel just keeps evolving, and that's one thing that will always keep them on top or ahead of DC, is that they're always evolving. Like, they have their comedy deal, but yeah. they also have the fucking They can be series. very serious. Yeah. Yeah, like, very serious. I'm going to tell you, when we watched Endgame, mind you, we saw that movie twice. I cried just the same amount of times I did the first time as I did the second time. Yeah, I'm not going to I lie. still did not bring a box of fucking tissues the second time, even though I warned myself. <laughs> Hey. I was prepared to get hurt again. <laughs> I fucking... That's that's fucking crazy. Uh, I cried at Endgame. I cried at Infinity War. It didn't matter to me. I was like, I'm a grown-ass man. I'm gonna <laughs> cry. And that's all there is to it. And if you don't... If you didn't cry, you ain't got no heart, bro. You ain't got no heart. Um, and with that, Doctor Strange is probably gonna be a movie from my from the sounds of it. Yeah, it is a movie. So I just don't know if that's going to go straight to the movie theaters or yeah. Disney Plus streaming. Yeah, it'll definitely be in theaters. I think the only only one that I think might come to straight to Disney Plus, which they kind of hinted at or rumored, would be Captain Marvel two. But that's not until like at least twenty twenty three. And if Disney's going to have some big nuts to actually release it on 
that platform only and not in yeah. theater. By then, 2023, I mean, they'll have some good years into their streaming service, so we'll see. Right. We saw how fast everything else blew up. Right. Um, so, another thing that they're doing, Disney's going to do their first animate, well, one of the only animated series that they plan on coming out with. Um, it's going to be called What If, uh, also on Disney+. Plus. That's going to be summer 2021, so a year from now. Um, that is looking at having still all the original actors doing all the voice talent in this. So still Robert Downey Jr., you know, Tom Hiddleston, everyone else who may or may not be involved. Right. Uh, there's talks of um, basically what this is going to be about is like all the other alternate universes for them. So right. I think it's definitely going to save them some budget and still be able to release some cool stories that they have. And I'm sure it's hard to figure out what to actually create. Right. And the fact that it's animated, like you're saying, you can you, the possibilities are endless at this point. You can do so many different things. You can bring back a young Cap with Chris Evans. You can bring back Robert Downey Jr. in Iron Man mm-hmm. and have him pair up with Tom Holland in Spider-Man or Chris Hemsworth with Thor. Like, there's so many things that you can do, which just makes it it makes it fun. And the fact that it's called What If, so it's not like any like original continuity. It's like, oh, what if Thor went to, you know, meet up with Guardians, and they brought Iron Man with them. Like, it's little story, like, what-if story, so there's not, like, a main plot. It's, like, a what-if thing, which will be narrated by the Watcher, if I'm not mistaken, uh, which I think that's pretty fucking cool. I mean, just the fact that it's not, like, the same thing that's being regurgitated over and over again. It's something fresh, but it's also animated, so you can do whatever you want to. I think that's cool. Um, one of the things that they did come out with saying that there's talk about doing, um, again, mind you, it's what if, like, what else could happen for Peggy Carter? What if she was the one who was the super soldier? Right, yeah. Instead of, uh, Cap. Yeah. So, I think that'll be pretty interesting to see. I also see how they're, you know, trying to work in that woman power. Hey, you know, you gotta appreciate that. Of woman power. Um, they're coming out with Hawkeye in fall of 2021. That is also Disney Plus, guys. Seeing a theme. So it's still going to be the same actors, you know, who were in the movies, like I said. But, uh, Hawkeye is going to introduce his daughter because he's going to actually be his alter ego. Ronan. Ronan. Yeah. So what you've seen in Endgame where Hawkeye was just killing motherfuckers left and right, that's his Ronan personality is because... Everyone had died, you know, his family had died, he didn't know what was going on, and he just slipped into this real deep depression, so he was a real dark character, and if I'm not mistaken, his daughter does become the Hawkeye personality. Yeah, he passes it down to her. It's either her or another girl. I don't know the specific details yet, not much has been released on it, but uh, I'm definitely really excited about it, because that means that he's going to be portraying Ronan. Hawkeye will be the female character, either the girl or another girl, and it's going to be a very dark tone. And I love when these TV shows are getting darker tones. It just makes it for such a great time. Well, one thing that's not going to be a darker tone, though, that is still woman power that they're bringing in, um, Thor, Love, and Thunder. This one actually has a date. Uh, This is November 5th of 2021. Again, just more birthday ideas. Yeah, Come so along. I got one birthday, and then the next birthday, so Marvel's doing me a service right now for not having to plan anything. <laughs> um, but Natalie Portman's coming back. She is going to be Jane Foster, who, for those that don't know, she does end up marrying Thor, 
girlfriend, wife, all that good stuff dies. R.I.P. Um, but she's coming back. She's actually going to also be the first female Thor. Yep. So that'll be intriguing. I'm surprised they brought her back. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to do that. Well, not just because of that. Again, multi- multiple universes. I don't think they really gave information on if this is after Endgame or not. Oh, yeah, it's for sure after Endgame. So, it has to be. I don't know. But they, she, I just know she died. Her character died before Endgame even happened. Yeah. I mean, I think with the whole, like, bringing folks back and all that stuff, or somehow, some way, they were able to bring her back. Uh, also, Tessa Thompson is going to be reprising her role as Valkyrie, the quote-unquote new, like, king or queen of Asgard. Yes. Yeah, but right. that's pretty fucking cool. Well, uh, it's uh, the new Asgard. Yeah, the new Asgard in oh. Kansas. Oh. <laughs> um, but other things that are possibly upcoming that might also be promised, so... Originally, when we had talked about, you know, their future after Endgame, I automatically assumed they were going to do stuff for Guardians of the Galaxy because right. you remember um, Gamora ends up disappearing and Star-Lord was super frantic like when Thor came onto the ship because he was searching for her. Right. So I was hoping that they were going to do something with that. So they did not announce anything for that, but they were going to do more with Black Panther they didn't announce anything really for that. Or another Spider-Man. Or Spider-Man, which they have to be careful with that anyways, because it's also a Sony property too, so yeah. they just have to watch what they do I with think, that. I think if Marvel plays their cards right, Sony may, and I say may, because this is really uh, a what-if kind of deal, but they may sell the rights back to Marvel, but I doubt it, just because uh, Homecoming sold, sold out like so many different times. And made so much money, and Far From Home is doing the exact same thing. I mean, yeah. Tom Holland is crushing it as Spider-Man. He's obviously my first Peter Parker and Spider-Man. Tom Holland is? No, not Tom uh, Holland. Tobey Maguire? Tobey Maguire uh, was my first Spider-Man, so I know a lot of people didn't have good reactions to that, but mm, that was my Spider-Man because he was the first one that we had. I'll say this. As far as playing Peter Parker and Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire didn't do a bad job. Now, the stories that they put him in, especially number three, we all know that movie fucking blows. Okay, I'm not. I'm just talking about the actor. Yeah. I'm not trying to talk about the movies. There's some things that we don't look at. Yeah. That I we mean, don't talk about. That's fair. And <laughs> they, okay, small rant. They could have done so good with that Venom in 2008. Everyone was on the black suit Spider-Man nuts, and they just dropped it. Like, they they dropped it, and it was awful. Yeah. But, you know, I've, we've not seen Venom yet. We hear that it's been really good. We've also heard it's really bad, to be fair. Right. With any movie, I... Any movie literally doesn't even have to be Marvel. There's always a 50-50 that I hear. So, I just make my own judgment and opinion on it. But there's possible speculation that some of these things... You know, with Guardians Galaxy, with Black Panther, even Captain Marvel 2, um, possibly 2022, 23? Yeah. It, That's the really just depends, honestly. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't put it past them to already, they, like I said, we're announcing the, you know, Phase 4 stuff right now. They have to have Phase 5 kind of already mapped out. 
which part of possible phase five? Major heat. Major fucking heat. If you have something in your mouth right now, like a drink, either down that bitch and set the drink down, because this will knock your socks off. Because it actually involves someone who pays their taxes. <laughs> it's not me. Government, fuck you. Um, no, but Blade, Blade is coming out. There's been no estimated arrival time, so we're guessing 23 is part of Phase 5. Yeah. Um, it's going to be fucking good no matter what. Mahershala. Mahershala. Mahershala Ali. Is going to be playing in that, um... I would have to rewatch some stuff that he's in. I know that he's in the Hunger Games for yeah the last two movies, I don't even know but what he did. I don't remember really his character what he did because he wasn't a very vital character. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it'll be interesting to see because obviously they can't do Wesley Snipes. He's just too old. <laughs> um, I mean, he's too old, but at the same time, I wouldn't put it past these bastards at Marvel. They to do some bring time tra- traveling thing yeah. and be like, "You're gonna see your old." Your future self and honestly, I think that would break rake in so much dough. It's not even yeah. funny. Those all three of those Blade movies were really decent, and he was an instrumental, um, you know, comic book character in the early like two thousands, late nineties. Yes, to have all these comic book movies come out for Spider Man and Daredevil and shitty ass Electro. And who knows, maybe with all the move or money that they make with this. Um... Maybe he pays taxes. Maybe. Maybe. Man, we, we need to start a GoFundMe for fucking Wesley just Snipes. Wesley Snipes. Help I this mean, man pay his taxes. They are just too damn high. <laughs> Tree pretty monster. But no, that, yeah, I'm in, I when I found out that Blade was going to be a thing, I kind of almost shit my pants and I'm like, dude, this is going to be good. And the fact that Mahershala Ali looks just like Wesley Snipes, younger it makes it so much better so you can like you don't have to feel like oh this isn't my my this isn't my blade no <laughs> it actually looks just they they favor each other quite well yeah so i was happy about that i know guardians of the galaxy 3 is still going to be kind of up in the air yeah james gunn who is the director is also the director for suicide squad which is dc yeah so i, I don't know how Later he can have a contract with both. I would figure you could have contract with both. Or yeah, who knows? I unless Disney owns DC too, and then at that point DC isn't or not DC, but <laughs> Disney is an empire at that point. Literal yeah. empire. No, they already own Fox. Don't. They basically are going to own Hulu. I mean, yeah, and of course Disney itself, a, Marvel. They're a monopoly. <laughs> Um, but, you know, with Suicide Squad, you know, that's DC, and DC even announced stuff, too, um, at San Diego. Yeah, they did. So, uh, they are, they also have their own, uh, DC streaming service, um, that... Which I had no idea that was... Now. I had no idea that Because I think that's what the new Titans is on. Yes, which I want to watch that. I'm intrigued to see how it is, of course, I watched the original Teen Titans. Oh, hell yeah. I didn't watch Teen Titans Go, because I felt like they made it too kiddie. But they have a new movie coming yeah. out, Teen Titans Go, versus the actual regular Teen Titans, you know, the good one. Yeah. Um, Teen So I'm interested in seeing that. But with Harley Quinn, so it's going to be rated R. It's going to be very adult. Yeah. And they came out with a trailer for it not too long ago, within the past 24 hours. And if you've not seen it, like, legitimately, if you want to pause this and go watch it or watch it after you listen to this, by all means, Please do it, because it looks fucking hilarious. Like, 
you get that same old school WB DC Comics uh, like animation feel to it, but it's yes. still updated, and it's got some of the rudest, crudest comedy in yes. that trailer. They uh, have Kaylee Cuco doing it. Um, Which time out for a second because I could not envision her playing a character like Harley Quinn, especially after the whole fucking you know Big Bang Theory kind of deal. Penny, Penny, Penny. Oh wow, we're doing this. <laughs> I was waiting for that, honestly. Um, but so I watched, I watched the trailer, and I'm very excited about it because, like, over a year ago, around about that time, they had already released audio for it. They had audio; they just didn't have anything physical at the time. Um, I'm kind of sad by her look. Well, I'm sad, and by that I mean I'm sad that they kept the pink and yeah, the they blue they kept and, it like the Suicide Squad. Yeah, and which. I, I understand, like, with Harley, her look has changed, and it's evolved, and I'm all for that. I've liked every single outfit, including the original, except for the Suicide Squad one. Right. So, the fact that they kept the hair the same kind of, like, upset me a little bit. Kind of turned you off a little bit. But they have still her wearing her original colors, so... Yeah. I just, I don't know how to feel about that, because I feel like when they did the different colored hair, they still, outfit-wise had it flow with that. I agree. So I wouldn't be surprised if they have some kind of callback to like the whole jester kind of outfit that she used to wear or that she wore in all the other like animation or animated series and all that stuff. Yeah. I can't imagine that they won't do that. I mean because if you when you look at the trailer, you seen how the Joker looked it looked like it did from yeah, the original right. the original Joker. Yeah, yeah. Which I like that. Like I said, it looked just like the original WB DC Comics style, just updated. And, you know, for what it's worth, that's pretty cool. Uh, they made Aquaman look like a fucking nerd. <laughs> Which, I mean, he talks to fucking fish. Anyway, I don't, I don't fuck with DC too much. Yeah, I'm definitely a Marvel girl, but when it comes to DC, I thoroughly enjoy the Batman universe. Oh, yeah, Batman Love is... Love me some Poison Ivy. Who is going to be in yeah. the animated series... I saw that. I liked it. Yeah. I'm excited. I, I thought it was cool. So, um, more with DC. So, Watchmen is going to get their own TV series, but that's coming out on HBO. Again, I don't know much about the Watchmen. I know, I like, I think I've seen bits and pieces of the first movie, and this sounds really stupid, but the only thing I really knew about it was that Dr. Manhattan has a big blue dick, and that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, they're going to also be remastering Batman Beyond. Wait, yes! So it is going to be the old series. They're not, you know, redoing it, like doing the remaster and since the new actors, new um, animations, so and so forth. They're literally just cleaning it up. Um, yeah. This time, though, there's only going to be 41 episodes. That are HD. Yeah, that will be HD. Um, the additional 11 are going to be available to watch on the special edition. So, if the whole series is going to be remastered as much as possible. Like she was saying, 41 of these episodes are going to be fully HD and remastered and all cool looking. 11 of them, I'm not sure if it's like the last 11 or like 11 in the middle or whatnot. Like some fillers. Well, kind of. I guess what happened was that somewhere in like the rendering process of like remastering and updating it, those files sat for like too long, so they can't redo it. 
So they would have to physically re-record those oh. those episodes, which they're obviously not going to do. No, that's way too much money at that point because got to pay everyone again. Exactly. And, um, but I brought up the special edition, so I guess whenever that comes out, going to have a chrome pop. Ooh, which we are totally good. Now, are we talking about a keychain pop or a regular size pop? Totally regular size, which I think is cool. Um, I believe you also mentioned earlier... The special edition is going to have the movie also remastered? Yes. I think it's called Return of the Joker, if I'm not mistaken. I've not seen it, which that's one of my favorite DC animated uh, series, Batman Beyond. And I know I'm, I'm sounding like a total poser right now because I've not seen the movie. But and maybe I have seen the movie. It's just been years, like 15 years or so, maybe more. But uh, something cool that I told you about, when they announced all this for the remaster and then the special edition, Will Friedle, who played... Terry McGinnis, and the probably the coolest part in my Batman, Kevin Conroy. He played the original Batman from the 90s in the animated series. Mm-hmm. They had those guys at the panel talking about all this, which I thought was so gnarly. That is my original Batman. That's who I grew up with. You can People can say, oh, uh, Christian Bale or Val Kilmer, you know, who... Or, they better not fucking say George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Batman. Hi, Freeze. I'm Batman. No, the fuck you're not. <laughs> uh, no, but Kevin Conroy is my Batman. Just like, I'm going to go out here on a limb, maybe my top Joker might be Mark Hamill. What? It might be Mark Hamill, because if you remember from, well, you might not, but from the animated series, Mark Hamill played the Joker, and he played him really cool. He had this mani- maniacal laugh. Crazy. Now, that's not to say that Heath Ledger and Jack weren't, like, really bomb and or the best, but Mark Hamill did a fantastic job and should be considered at the, you know, the top upper echelon of the Joker. But I feel like the animated series just doesn't get as much credit as the live-action ones do, only because it's all live-action and animation can sometimes only appeal to certain people. I agree. Not everyone is able to do animation. I think with, like, the whole resurgence of Batman after Batman Beyond, because I think Batman Beyond maybe ended around 2003. Someone will have to fact check me uh, in the comments. But uh, I think that ended around 2003. Then you had like a three year window. And then you had Batman uh, Begins with uh, Christian Bale. And then you had The Dark Knight. And then The Dark Knight Rises. So with the resurgence of... I'm Bane. (laughs) I'm Bane. Shout out to Nate. Uh... (laughs) Well, there's a bunch of other stuff that's supposed to be coming out that's not just... Marvel and DC. True. Um, so we are also really big fans of Rick and Morty. Oh, yeah. Season 4 has finally came out with a trailer. And that'll be premiering uh, in November of this year. Yeah. Distance is pain. <laughs> oh, we. So I've been pretty excited about this. I honestly thought we weren't getting anything until next year. If really? Not anything. Yeah. I mean, it took us how long to get season 3? I mean, you're not wrong. I wouldn't have pushed it past them because I understand them wanting to take their time to, like, ensure that they have, like, the best content that they can configure for I mean, you, not just some rushed hot garbage. The fact that they confirmed or got greenlit for 70 episodes, yeah, there's yeah. got to be some kind of, like, layoff or, you know, some kind of break in between time. Now, it sucks that it had to be, like, over a year or so, almost yeah. two, but, you know, it had to be over a year so they can get their get their mind right and get their quality up to up to par. I just hope yeah. that my boy Poopy Butthole returns and Noob Noob. You're my boy Noob Noob. 
this guy gets it. <laughs> I think that they're going to do something with Evil Morty. Oh, yeah. Obviously, as we know, the end of season three, it played his music. So I'm just calling ass with everyone else, and he stirred up some shit, so... Yeah, the fuck he did. It'll be interesting to see that. Um, Jane Silent Bob coming back. That's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. I, uh, I don't know about you, but I've only seen Jane Silent Bob return, which I know a lot of people are going to be kind of pissed. Noise, noise, noise. Little man, put it in my hand. Um, but they also are going to go on tour. I don't know if you saw that, but I did not. Um, I forget who it was. Somebody tagged us on Facebook together. Might have been Amber. Is either Amber or my aunt. I think it was Amber. Shout out to Amber. Amber. Um, and it was about them going on tour and I believe this year. Probably. So. It wouldn't surprise me. Kevin Smith is probably trying to get his shit all the way out there so most, many people can see it as possible. I was hoping that maybe even if the smallest of cameos they have great. (laughs) Drake? Yeah. Um, Drake did have them in there in his song. Yeah. In the I'm Upset video. Yeah. Because they were on Degrassi, so. Yeah, that's fair. They were were there for a few episodes. I feel like that'd be cool to pay some homage. Yeah. With, you know, some good back-in-the-day classic bangers coming back to life and resurfacing. Big one for you, Bill and Ted. Oh, my God. Don't get me started. I'm about to go off on a fucking tangent. Hold, Hold my... Hold my drink. <laughs> so, Bill and Ted fucking 3 was announced earlier this summer, and I can't tell you how excited I was. I physically cried because Bill and Ted is already a cult classic. Number 2 is a great movie. It's actually the first one that I saw when I was a child, and then I went back and I watched the original one. Uh, legit, I own it now. And every time that it comes on TV, I make it a point to watch. It is so badass. It's a, the nostalgic factor on that is like over nine thousand. Yes. Uh, you know, it's been my ringtone for text messages and such. Almost three years, and he doesn't turn it down. <laughs> Not even at night. Not even in the morning. Doesn't matter. No. It's all excellent. So, oh yeah, they're coming out with number three. Yep, it's um, going to be titled Bill and Ted Face the Music, so be on the lookout for that one. Also, uh, if you're going to be at Matt Sericon next month, let us know. Uh, we will definitely link up with you. I'll probably do a special episode for that one, just because we'll be you know there for at least two out of the three days uh, that is going on. I might end up doing some Instagram videos. I haven't thought about that too far yet, but... Yeah, definitely there will be something in the pipeline for that because Matt Sericon doesn't just cover anime. It's like a whole bunch of different things at this convention. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap up for uh, episode two. We've already went a hell of a lot longer than we thought we were going to. So, babe, I just want to say thank you for coming on the podcast with me today. I appreciate you and I love you. I love you, too. Oh, you know what? I love you 3,000. Spoiler alert! Ooh. <laughs> is that about us or is it about something else? Ooh. We don't know. We actually do know, but... Find out on the next episode of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, guys, thank you so much for the continued support. Uh, like, share, comment, leave a voice message on Anchor. Uh, anything that you can do to show me support and the podcast support, I love it. I love you. Thank you so much. And, uh... I'll see you next time. Goodbye.